Hello and welcome to Calling All Cars from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. The men who are the first on the scene of crime. 
the men who make the preliminary investigation, whose duty requires them to be the arbiter of family disputes, advisors on the care of children, rescuers of dogs and cats, and often judge and jury of many of the amusing and often amazing incidents that occur constantly in this city of ours. The incidents you will hear dramatized on tonight's broadcast are all true and all occurred on the 4th of July. Incidents of the same nature have occurred today, are occurring at this very minute, just at this very minute. A regiment of officers and a fleet of police cars are cruising the streets of the city, keeping the peace, keeping the vigil which never ends, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year, year in and year out. I 
tell you, just from the state of Mexican, that's all there is. That and ambulance follow-ups, whatever they are. Okay, get case day. Going car one, three, two. Car one, three, two. It's Normandy and Slaughter. Why, that's just on Wait a minute, listen. An ambulance follow-up. Unidentified child hit by automobile. Unidentified child? Tom, where's you? Why, he was out in the yard a minute ago. Oh, Tom, hurry. Go save his all right. Fourth of July, Bartner. Yeah, getting more safe and sane every year. Well, another two hours of cruising around, and we can call it a day. And I'll make you soon for me. I want to be at home and take the wife and kids down to the beach tonight. There's going to be fireworks at the Venice Pier. Uh oh. Looks like a couple down the street. Yep. There's a guy lying on the sidewalk, all right. I'll just pull in there and see what it's all about. Coming call you, boy. What's the trouble here? Oh, this fellow lying on the street here was hit over the head with a bottle. Anybody call an ambulance? Yeah, a guy just did. Well, how did it happen? Anybody see it? Yeah, I saw it. What happened? Well, this guy was getting out of his car, and there was a couple of Mexicans arguing on the sidewalk and flashing knives, and this guy here was looking at him, and one of them asked him what the devil he wanted. Yeah, then what happened? Well, he said he didn't want nothing, so this Mexican said, well... We'll find out what you want and what you got. So they hit him on the head, and then they went through his pockets and got in their car and drove away. Did you get the license number? Yeah, it was a green Hudson coach, and the license was 64446. Got that, partner? Yep, I'm phoning it in right now. Trouble. And there's a woman in here who tried to commit suicide. Yeah, what apartment? 110. 
Well, I'll be gone. The same place. And I have my wife's with her now. You want to come in? Yeah, lead the way. Here we are. Well, ma'am, we're back again. Huh? Oh. oh, I'm so sorry to cause all this trouble, officer. I just don't want to live anymore. Why, that's no way to talk, ma'am. Oh, I don't. I can't seem to get along with my husband. Now your husband's all right. He's sleeping enough down to jail. He'd be as good as new in the morning. How do you feel, ma'am? Oh, all right. A little dizzy. Hmm. Smells like gas. It was. I found her on the floor by the gas heater with a blanket over her head, and the gas was on full. Oh, please, Mrs. Zimmerman, don't. Well, you got her. No, Mrs. Queen. Yes, I suppose I do, but I, I feel so silly. Honestly, officer, I won't try to do it again. Well, I'm glad to hear you say so, ma'am. It isn't worth it. No, I suppose not. Certainly that good-for-nothing husband of mine isn't worth it. Well, if you're sure you're all right, ma'am, we'll be shoving off. Oh, yeah, I'll be all right. My, my wife and I will look after her until Mr. Queen gets back. Yes, and when he does get back, I'll give him a piece of my mind. If it wasn't for him, I wouldn't be embarrassed like this. That's good for nothing. Looks like we'll get another call here sooner or later. Yeah. Some of them just never get things straightened out somehow. <laughs> Identification to prove that your name is Smith. Well, then, uh, 
Well, no, no, not, not, not exactly. Yeah. Well, you're coming for a ride in a radio car. And you know your friend, Mr. Javison, from the Hollywood station. alcohol into their stomach. Well, it's a pleasant way to kill yourself. That's about all you can say for it. Sort of such an idea to clinch it. There he is, down the block there with the kids around him. Let's go. All right. Okay, kids. Get out of here. Now, come on, Pop. The test is here. <laughs> oh, what? Come on, come on now. You can make it now. Just a minute now. One, two, three, and you're on your feet. Oh, up, up. Steady now, steady. Now, there you go. A nice, soft seat for you. Okay, partner. <laughs> Look at that poor old mug. Hasn't shaved for a week, I'll bet. How's he smell, Tim? Elegant. <laughs> Can't you tell the way you're sitting up in front? More or less. Well, I'm telling you, you're not missing anything. I can tell you that right away. Now, where do you live, Pop? Uh, why? Why, why, uh... Very nice. Where do you live now? Come on, think hard. I... Wherever you flop, eh? Uh, well, I live at uh, the Oh, El Verado Street. Well, well, who do you live with? I live with my wife four beautiful children. Sure enough. I bet your wife be glad to see you like this. Sure, she will. She'll take me home. You'll take Sure, we'll take you home. Tomorrow.
Kramer? Well, yes. What is it? Are you married to Harold Kramer? Well, yes. Only we've been separated for several months. Why? What's the matter? Your husband swallowed a half bottle of bichlorid of mercury tablets an hour ago. He did. Is he? The doctor said he had a chance when we left the hospital, ma'am. Mr. Kramer is asking for you. Wants to see you. Oh, Harold, such a fool. Such a weak-willed fool. He can't understand when he's lost. I don't know what good it'll do to go to the hospital. I'm through with him forever. Doctor thinks it'll be best if you come to the hospital to see him, ma'am. Oh, very well. I'll get my hat. Oh, he's disgusting. He just did this to get my sympathy, that's all. Oh, pardon me while I answer the phone. Sure. Hello? Yes, this is Mrs. Kramer. Yes. Oh, my God. Well, what's the matter, ma'am? You're, you're pale. Oh, my God. He's dead. Hey, don't touch anything in this room. Why, uh... You wouldn't like your fingerprints to be found here, would you? 
No, of course not. Okay, don't touch a thing until the homicide squad gets here. Did you see anybody in here when you got here? Why, yes, I did. One man was running out the door, and the other one was over here. I, I tried to stop him, but he pushed me away and ran out, too. Say, uh, how did your hand get cut? What? Your hand there, how did it get cut? Oh, why, oh, I don't know. I didn't know it was cut. Must have happened when I tried to stop the man. What do these men look like? Well, uh, uh... Well, one seemed to be a foreigner. He had about a day's growth of beard. And yeah, what about the other one? The other one? Oh, oh yes, yes. Well, I, I couldn't see him very well, but he seemed to be an American. He he, he wore a light suit. Got a phone here? Yes, in the next room. Better report of the homicide squad, Bill. Yeah. And have them send out the morgue ambulance. Okay. Just a minute. Where are you going, Mr. Liner? Why, I, I, I just want to go in the living room and sit down. It's all too terrible. Well, don't go too far away, Mr. Liner. You're under arrest for the time being. Me? Under arrest? What for? Suspicion of murder. that now that you, my friends, 
understand the many demands placed upon these men during the completion of a day's duty, you will want to cooperate with them to the fullest. And you can do this by staying away from the scene of any call you may hear over the police radio. Thank you, Chief Davis. Ladies and gentlemen, tonight Chief Davis has given you an intimate picture of a day in the life of a police combat car. You have looked behind the scenes and found out just what happens in a great city, just what the dangers are that confront its citizens, and how these dangers are met and coped with by brave men, skillful direction, and modern equipment powered with good gasoline. The city of Los Angeles uses Rio Grande cracked gasoline exclusively for police and fire equipment. Maricopa County, Santa Barbara, San Diego, Orange, and many other cities and counties in the Southwest use Rio Grande cracked gasoline, the same powerful, dependable motor fuel that you can use in your own car. Rio Grande has prepared for your information a complete list of forthcoming cases to be broadcast on calling all cars. Drive into your neighborhood Rio Grande service station tomorrow and ask for the Rio Grande radio log. It's free. In response to many requests, we are pleased tonight to give you the cast of characters. It may be interesting to know that there were 34 characters in this drama played by 12 people as follows. Mary Tuthill, Jeanette Nolan, Martha Wentworth, Ralph Scott, Joe Franz, Hanley Stafford, Sam Pierce, Charlie Lung, Richard Legrand, Robert Frazier, Fred Harrington, and Lindsay McCarry. Frederick Lindsley saying good night for the Rio Grande Oil Company.